Let's begin. How beautiful, boys. Oh, I love that music. We're back. It's such a sweet sounding. How does it feel, Arsene? All right, you won't know. We made it. We made it. We're back. One more? Oh, let's do it. <laughs> I can never get tired of hearing it. Let's keep it going. Go like three or four. Go three or four. It's like the family guy joke. <laughs> What a night. Watching Tottenham on a Wednesday night. You play Thursday because you're fucking shy. What a feeling. That was terrible, guys, but still. Yeah, it was. I tried to bring it up. You guys didn't. Derek, I don't know. Derek's drinking beer and Jomar's just laying down. Welcome. Get up, boys. Everyone. Welcome. Two episode what we're 47 because you guys did 46 last week without me. Yeah. Episode 47. We got a share from Derek. We got Derek. We got Jose. We got Jamar. We got Champions League Soccer. Woo! Beautiful thing. It is such a beautiful thing. So yeah, Champions League Soccer. We're back, boys. We are so back. Four points behind. Beat Arsenal. Watch them just crap their pants against Newcastle. Then st- I didn't breathe for a week. You knew I was the most nervous the whole week. Wouldn't didn't want to talk about anything. Expected Spurs to Spurs, and they didn't Spurs at all. They acted exactly what they should have done, and they destroyed Norwich. Destroyed them. Yeah, I was kind of on the other part of it. Of course, there was a little part of me being a Spurs fan that always thinks that something terrible is going to happen. But for some reason, I was very, very optimistic and super positive going into this game against Norwich. And it was for two reasons, Conte and just how bad Norwich really are. I really didn't think that we were going to Spurs this shit up. So I don't know. I don't know about the the rest of the guys here, but I was really feeling positive going into that game. 
Yeah, to add what he was saying, I also feeling positive. Just on the run of the run of form we were going on and what we were chasing, I feel like we. we when has run of form ever stopped us from spursing something up? That's true. I I just didn't the run of form and the fact that we were facing an already relegated team, and also Sonny chasing the golden boot. I knew this guy was going to score somehow. He almost so, yeah. didn't after some class A chances. Like yeah. there was, I think there yeah. was one goal on the cross, the cross in from Kane where he put it perfectly into Son. Son hit it so perfectly, but right into Kroll. And the mm-hmm. announcer literally said, if he just scuffed that, it probably would have gone in. I was like, <laughs> Tim Kroll strikes think. again. Yeah. Now, to give credit to you, Ben, you did say our, during the week, our, is anyone else scared of Crow? I mean, there were points in this game where you were like, oh, shit, he was pretty good. But there were points in this game where you're like, I'm not scared of this guy at all. We were scared of Crow because the, what was it, the FA Cup and we lost, we lost them in uh, PKs? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah, true. True, true, true. No, it feels and- more like, imagine, you know, you have this high school bully, right? And you go to college and then... Ten years later, you go back home to your hometown. Derek, we're going to start a segment next year. It's called Metaphors with Derek. Okay, I'm cool we'll with play that. Some good, we'll play some good music. I like it. <laughs> so you go back home ten years after high school, and you're at the supermarket, and you see the bully. Except he's not the same bully. He's got a pot belly. He's got a mustache. And he's not quite the same guy that you were Smoking worried about the last time you saw him. Now, you know what? Let's give the guy a little credit. He wasn't a complete piece of trash this past weekend, <laughs> but he definitely had a pot belly. That pass, that pass that led to a goal was pretty pathetic. I don't know what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. But what I was also going to say is I think this is the Conte effect because Mr. Optimism Jose was not worried, but the rest of us were. And we just took care of business the way we're supposed to. So maybe. It's more than just the tactics with Conte. Maybe he has our players believing that they deserve more and they deserve something I think most of us thought unthinkable around Christmas time in the January window. I think you hit it perfectly on the head right there, Derek, and it's part of the reason why I felt so comfortable. It's, It's Conte, and it's him having these guys that I know I've been saying this for a long time, I don't think this squad is really that good. And he has these guys playing really that good. These guys believe in themselves and they're giving it their all. And guys that we've put like a million times in the hole on this pod and during our text messages in the group chat are guys that we actually like giving props to now as guys that are playing super well. And it's because of that. It's the Conte effect. He, he put the whole team on his back. Every player got better and he dragged us through this whole thing. I mean, look where we were. We were, we were just coming off three three straight losses. Uh, it should have been six. Those Every one of those Nuno games we should have lost. Every single one of them. I mean, you want to call it soccer and we'll get a tie in there, but to get three wins out of those Nuno, that Nuno experience, ugh. And I know Nuno didn't have Kane, but Conte came in, and from the minute he took ketchup away, everything changed. Like, there was a picture of, <laughs> there was a picture of Kane last year in that yellow shit jersey. You know the piss jersey, mm-hmm. and the and then Kane this year. Kane looks like he's like twenty pounds, like less, just shredded. Everyone had a glow up. Every single player on the team. I read something from it wasn't anybody typical, but they said that every player 
after Conte showed up, has been in much better shape. Yeah, no ketchup or mayo in those veins. My, my cholesterol, so I just found out that. Fuck that. Uh, sorry to hear it, bud. It runs in the family. My old ass is going to a cardiologist on Thursday, so there we go. Uh, let's not get that. Let's keep, with, <laughs> let's keep it with the game. Keep the positivity. Yeah, so it might be Tottenham that has me going to the cardiologist, but not this year. <laughs> no, see, no, but see, that's where I disagree. And we were talking about this. We had mentioned in the group chat about roller coaster. This season was, and I know we've had a lot of seasons that have been roller coasters recently. This season was literally a roller coaster. We won our first three games. We were on a high. Everything went terribly. We were like, Nuno out. And then he stuck around for a couple more games. And we said, Nuno out. And then they finally got rid of him. And we were wondering who was going to replace Nuno. And then it's Conte, like, oh, shit, this is great. And then we were really good for a while. And then we were kind of, eh. And then we were good again. And then we lost to Brighton and Southampton. Southampton when we were in the driver's seat. Tied Brentford. The last 12 games have been like right when you get at the peak of, of the roller coaster. And the past like 48 hours of us just been flying down the hill. But this isn't a bad thing. This is us with our arms in the air screaming about how exciting everything is. I love this shit. This has been <laughs> a really, really fun past two or three days. It's been awesome. Thank you, Manchester United, for beating us 3-0. Like, mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You. And I know we're going to get into stuff later on, but, I mean, yeah. Thank you, Manu. Right, let's but it's crazy. It's crazy to think that what Derek just said, fucking Nuno, one player, I mean, manager of the, of the month. <laughs> fraud. What a fraud for winning three bullshit games because you know they couldn't watch all the games, so they didn't watch us get dominated and then Sonny put, like, one goal in and us hold on to some lead. Mm-hmm. But from there, like, and what Derek said, going just shit downhill and then, you know, the roller coaster was out of control insane this year. Hey, let's not shit on Nuno, though, because if we didn't get th- nine points out of those three games, we'd be in the Europa League and we wouldn't be this happy. Absolutely. I don't think we'll be in the Europa League. We'll probably be mm. Europa back Conference, in the Europa maybe. Conference League. We're back. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, they're they're riding in that Eastern European bloc country for the Europa Conference. You know, the Roma fans and the team that they're playing because it's a Europa Conference League, so. No one cares. It's fucking shit. Like, like, just, like nobody cares. There was a there was like a tweet. They tweeted out, "It's Europa Conference Championship Game Week." I'm like, that's not a thing. And you can't. You'll never even make it a thing for as long as you exist. Is there? Are they going to add another one this year? Like Europa? We're we're that bad. Like middle Europa middling tier team championship. Europa Johnson Paint Trophy. Yeah, like just getting, just trying to like. Oh, we need more. Of these tournaments and more of these teams to try to get in. Whatever. Yeah, I think we're gonna do better than that. It's gonna be. Oh, I got it. It's the U- UEFA CC's Pizza League Championship. <laughs> Duke's Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing that Mayo money around. All right. So let's just jump into this game. We don't have to talk about tactics. It was a slaughter in every sense of the word from the moment that. Benton Corp made a surprising run behind their defense and the defense decided like, all right, that's a nice run. We're just going to stay here. And Hoiberg put it into him and Benton Corp quickly put it to Kulo. Kulo made a very athletic move to get that ball because it was a little behind him, but you could tell, you kind of see that Benton Corp, 
that's not a goal scorer at all. He was looking to pass that ball. But yeah. you know what? We put in the net, and that once that goal went in, in my heart of hearts, I knew it was over. I knew this Norwich team isn't score like barring miracles, this Norwich team is terrible. I'm not gonna score two goals. You didn't but know that you're a liar. I wasn't happy. No, no, I didn't breathe till we got the third goal in this game. Right. Thing is, is a lot of props because Kulisevsky was easily, at least in the first half, he kind of took his foot off the gas at halftime because he's a nice young boy. But in the first half, he was easily our best player. He was the best player probably of the entire Sunday. He was out of his mind in that first half. Minus his one indecision move. But yeah. He was he trying was. to be, I think he was like, now I got to score this goal. And, <laughs> and then he, he saw like, Son, and then he saw Son, and he's like, oh, I got to be a good friend. I got to be a good friend. Yeah, so he let's looked go, like, let's, he, let's he looked jump like to the second goal, shot. though. Let's jump to the second goal. Before the first goal, before the oh, first before goal, the before, first goal. before the Hoiberg pass to Betancourt, to touch what Derek was saying. As we dive into Jose's notes. Right. How good this is going to be a four-hour podcast. No, no, no. I'm going to do it quick. It's just agreeing with Derek how good Kulu was. If you remember this, and this is how I was already at ease with this game that I knew we were going to fucking take care of business. Kulu got by like three of the Norwich players so bad on one play. I know we didn't score on it, but I think we got a corner from it. And he just jerked like three people around. I saw like three Norwich players on the floor. I was like, what the hell is going on? Not that kind of jerk. But I thought we were going somewhere really dark. The Norwich guys were so messed up. Jerking players all over the place. After Kulu got by all of them, one of them pushed the, the had to push the referee on the ground because, I mean, that's the only person that he must have done it out of frustration because Kulu just destroyed his whole team. These, these guys were terrible. Terrible. All right, so we, we just we talked about the first goal. Anyone have anything more about that? Let's move on to the second goal. <coughs> Jomar, for coughing, you get to talk I about the second, the second goal. I forgot the second goal. The second it goal. I don't know. The king goal. <laughs> Cruel couldn't pass it out of the back. God, what kind of fans are you? This is a podcast, guys. I get it together. Right. <laughs> right. right. Jomar, you got it now? Or do you want us? Yes. You want someone to do it? No, that was, yeah, I remember it now. I got it. So that was a horrible. Cruel is trying to pass it out from the back. He did a horrible, looks like he doesn't know how to play football or baseball. Yeah, and he, passed like the game. He, he was like staring at his guy. He's like, go there. And then he just kicked it to a spot that the guy did not go to. And it went straight. I thought he threw it. No, no, no. Didn't he throw it? No, it was oh. just a terrible, awful left-footed pass. I don't know what he was doing there. And <laughs> But the big, major credit, because the ball went straight to Bencourt. And Bencourt, without even, I mean, he looked up. One timed it. He one timed it right into Kane. It wasn't like he just made a touch. Like mm-hmm. that was a beautiful he, cross. He hit that ball. He, he hit the ball perfectly, and mm-hmm. yeah, Kane finished it off. Put it in. Thank you. Two nothing. Now I'm feeling a lot, a lot better. Now Norwich has super, to score three goals. So I was super surprised by the how fast they scored that goal. That was like insane. Cross header in. Boom. We're the best counterattacking team in the world, Jomar. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. So two. No, so- but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that, yes. But it was insane. Like, it took a mere seconds from the interception that we scored. I just, I was baffled well, by how that, quickly. That's what happens when you give the ball away at the top of the 18 yard box. <laughs> so, yeah, terrible yeah. player cool. Give us the second goal. Norwich has to score three. Arsenal's lighting up Everton as we're lighting up Norwich. So they're just, it must be so, that must be so frustrating for them. But 
fuck them. So yeah, fuck Everton by the way for starting for not starting their regulars too. Fuck them. Hey, they started Delhi. Did you see the celebration that Everton had? They they won the champ. They won the Champions League and they won the Premier League by coming in seventeenth or whatever they came in sixteenth. Well, hold on, Jose. <laughs> Let's not say fuck Everton. There's one person responsible for that lineup, and his name is Frank Lampard. He is the one that the fucks should be given to. Agree. Who cares? Uh, yeah. I, I blame Delhi for having his one good game with Everton the week before. How about how, how about lose that game and save it for the next game, Delhi? No, I'm just kidding. Who cares? They're okay. they're scoring versus Everton team on the beach after their they sell they I don't know they celebrated winning their cha- their their own personal Champions League. It was the most small team club I've ever seen. Them storming the field to stay out of relegation zone. You're fucking Everton. You're Everton. You shouldn't be in that position. Exactly. Oh man, like mm-hmm. get out of here. Down bad, real bad. It was. I was embarrassed watching it happen, and everyone's like, "Oh, but like." You know, it's a big deal. I'm like, that's just, you know what? Drink your beer and clap your hands and say, thank God, and get the hell out of there. Or storm the field and, like, wreck everything because 16th. Woo! But anyway, let's get on to the goal that always seals it up because the toughest lead in sports or the most dangerous lead in sports is always 2 nothing. Hockey fan. <laughs> yeah, we got the, I, got the, I got the boys coming up later. So before that, uh, Kulisevsky gets a ball in and he puts it past puts it past Kroll. He's got a wide open net, left foot. He should put it in, but he sees Sonny running into the box. So as I saw it, he plants his right foot to kick it with his left foot and then sees Sonny and then tries to switch that up and use his off foot to pass to Sonny. Ends up falling over and Sonny was kind of guarded anyway. Didn't get the ball to Sonny and just blows that play up. And I reacted appropriately. Like, dude, I need this third goal. I need it. I need it so badly. Just score the third goal. I don't care about Sonny's golden boot right now. We can worry about that later. And I I, I freaked out. But that's all I cared about, though, was the Sonny goal. Yeah, I was absolutely. (laughs) After 2-0, I was like, we have to get the ball to Sonny. And I saw, Mm -hmm. I was streaming at the TV. Sonny, Sonny, he's open. And he... (laughs) Try to get it to him. It looked like he got taken out by some kind of sniper he, he, that was got, on the roof. No, nah, two minds. He got caught in between two minds. He got caught in like, I could put this in or I could pass it. And he did both at the same time. And it kind of got, yeah. Not work. <laughs> that, was a, that was a youth soccer yes. shot. That's For, what it was. Where like and a then, four-year-old shoots and they wind uh, up with all their might and it just dribbles towards the net and gets kicked out somewhere. But then honestly, he made, he made us, up for, he made, us he made up for it. He more than made up for it. For four, sure, four minutes later, he steps in, makes a quick move, a classic uh, Kula move, and he I don't know what the defender was doing. He was so square. It was ridiculous. Kulo gets aside him. He's corner of the box, and what a curler with that left foot. That was Joel. What was- a technical play that Lucas Moore would never make, and I hate shitting on Lucas Moore, but we that is the, that was, that's what we were missing. That it was so sweet. That finish was so sweet, and the placement of the ball, the, the strike, I mean, it was, it was insane. It was, it was insane. Perfect. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. I made my fiance stop what she was doing so she could watch that goal. <laughs> wow. Non-soccer fan stopping what she was doing. Yeah. That goal is quite incredible. And then it was time to feed Sonny for the golden boot. And then we tried. We tried a lot. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was sent in. Another save by Kroll on a breakaway. The one where he headed the ball down to his feet and he ran. Dude, mm-hmm. that, he could he flies. 
saved by Kroll. Kane with the cross that in. To, that pass from Kane was absolutely yeah. golden. Uh, then Kane puts in an absolutely perfect pass. Son comes Again. in, hits it absolutely perfectly. He hits it so perfectly that he hits it into the goalie. And as I said, <laughs> the commentator's like, oh, if only he scuffed that, he would have scored. I'm like, what are we trying to do here? Like, scuff, he was trying to scuff the ball. Like, yeah, probably if he mishit it, he might have scored that goal and it wouldn't have gone to Kroll. But yeah, two absolutely prime opportunities for Son, saved by Kroll to break away. And then, yeah, the on the touchline saved by Kroll. But, but he still got his. Still was able to get his. After yeah, that, we sub Kulo off for... Lucas, Lucas Lucas and Bergwijn came in. And from what I heard, Lucas and Bergwijn went up to Sonny when they came in and they said, we're getting you this goal. They oh, I, did not, walked, I did not hear that. Yeah, they apparently they walked, they, when they got subbed in, they ran right up to Sonny and said, we are going to get you these goals. And that's what they did. And shout out to Harry Kane on the buildup to that goal, to that first Sonny goal. Yeah, yep. it looks like Norwich didn't give a shit and doesn't know who Harry Kane is. And they were just like left him alone at midfield forever. To pick out a pass, and he just, uh, just Norwich. Yeah, they terrible. He <laughs> picked out a pass to to Lucas, and Lucas he did. Uh, let's do it. Let, let, let's go around. Did he mean to do that? Mm-hmm. That was either yes. the most technical Lucas pass I've ever yep. seen, yep. or he he, he, sl- he messed up and somehow the ball ended up in center. You speed. know what it was? You remember it was a Starberry pass, the Stefan Marbury spin pass that he always does. That's what it was. That's what it looked like to so, me. And to I explain it what totally it is, intense. a Starberry pass is a basketball pass where he kind of takes the ball and he spins it le- under his hand like he's slicing it and it bounces and it goes all the way to the left usually. And he also spins himself. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that's and that's what Lucas did on that pass. It was it was I it was I didn't think it was intentional. I text the group, you guys, did he did not do that on purpose? And then when you see it in slow motion, he absolutely did it on purpose. It was sick. And we half a decade for that. Yeah, we did. And then Sonny with the clinical finish, man. It was it was great. And he gets that that golden boot. He's tied for the golden boot right there. And then a little later in the game, coming off a it was a it, no, it was a goal kick from a off a, from a penalty. And Lucas kicks it a little long. Yeah, Lucas kicks it a little long and it it drops to Sonny. And Sonny w- st- steps around Pookie and just rips a shot from I don't know, 20 yards out. And hits the side netting. Just another unreal goal. No, I, I'm not saying it's good, as good as Kulo, but it's very, it's almost as good as Kulo's goal. It was such a beautiful goal, and that at the time puts him in the Golden Boot alone without that piece of shit Salah. I'd say it's up there with the with the with the Kulu goal though, because the distance and where he placed it from that distance. Yeah, that but it a- go, it went over Kulo's hand. Kulo where they put it in a place that like Kroll was nowhere near. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, it was great to see, man. It was great to see. And like Derek said earlier with his with his um, future wife watching the game, my daughter was watching the game with me and she had that stop moment on Sonny's goal, the golden goal. Uh, and she was like, wow. And she just loved him. And she said something that I'm going to shout her out on the pod. Now, he's the guy. I mean, everyone knows this, that we all love. There's nobody in the world, no matter who you support, that hates Sonny. He's like the golden retriever. You can't, you can't hate a golden retriever. And that's what he is. He just brightens up everyone's life. He's the best. All right. I know I'm going to put a little bit of hate here. Uh, Arsenal, fans, oh, no. Arsenal fans <laughs> despise Son. Um, <laughs> uh, that guy, Adam McCullough, a lot of people despise Son, actually. 
More than Andre Gomez? Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> but the majority of the world loves Sonny. And he uh, does I'm, have that Gomez effect you. on everyone. I'm and with his you. teammates, he is definitely the best teammate on Spurs. And I don't think Are you he's sure? really close. Yeah. I think Olini might be the best teammate. I think we should give him a Udonis Haslam <laughs> contract. Like he never plays, but he's there for like he's in the locker room. No, they all love him. Like every article is like they all it's love Bellini. He got invited to the deli dinner. That dude must be that he must be the most fun dude in the fucking locker room because he's a terrible football player. He's a terrible dude, goalie. He was on Delhi's team for like <laughs> we already five got a, months. We already got his backup. Yeah. He's his, in the back of his replacement. His replacement. His replacement. Sorry. Right, he's going to be our third string keeper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just for vibes. But yes, but the, they like him. But anyway, so it goes five nothing, and I know, I know. So, so I look over the Liverpool school or score, and wait, I know Sun. Hold on, hold on. My word, five nothing. Touch, we're not going to touch on how the entire team lifted Sonny up like the no. end of a, a '90s no. movie. I was going to, I was going to, the Lion King. Oh yeah, and they took that corny ass <laughs> picture. Sorry, it was it was cool though. It was Lucas. It was Lucas doing his Lucas things when we score goals because earlier Lucas also grabbed the uh, one of the guy, the, one of the guys who like. The security, security guard, guard ushers, yeah. hopped on Usher's his shoulders. Hand, no, grabbed his hand, shook it, and then he hopped on his shoulders. <laughs> and, then and then Emerson Luke, does the same thing. And Lucas is the one who picked up Sonny for that picture. Is that a Brazilian thing? I don't know. Like Lucas, is so, Lucas, does, Lucas does weird things all the time. when Again, they, he Think that about the vert on Lucas. He's jumping on a grown man's shoulders when the guy's not even willing and, and, and part of the plan. He's just like, oh, you're standing still. Let me hop on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Big props to the core strength, though, on the security guard to hold him up. That was a big guy. I mean, like, Lucas is really little. He's a big guy. But he's not that little. He's not like 120 pounds. He's probably a solid 185. And it's totally unexpected, like Derek said. And this guy's holding him up. We're like, I think he's, he's not looking at him. Lucas is like, what, 5'7, 185? He's not 5'7. Get out of here. A little. That I think bad. he's like. Height. Wait, hold on. You, you, don't get to, you don't get headers above the entire opponent. Being five seven, once you jump fifty inches out of the off the ground, you do. If he jumped, if he's be he would be on an and one mixtape if that was the case. He should be on an and one mixtape. <laughs> he's he probably one point seven two meters, whatever the fuck whatsoever. that is. All right, so I want we have we have more to go. Let's 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 not stop, stop getting sidetracked. So right, I switch over. Close. I switch over to the Liverpool game. He's five eight. Thank you. So I switch over to the Liverpool game because Son has the golden boot alone. And what happens, of course. So I guess the most bullshit goal ever. He's on like the wrong side. It falls to his feet. He doesn't even know. It just falls to his feet right on the goal line. And he just toes it in. And I was just like, fuck. But hey, 23 goals, zero penalties compared to 23 goals and five penalties. And Son shares the golden boot with Salah. And in our hearts, he's really, he's the true winner. That was my only regret from Sunday was he probably should have had four or five as we've talked about. He could have had two hat tricks. It was yeah. ridiculous. And our good buddy Tim Krul just taking a, a very slight T- Tim Krul get, Tim Krul's about to take a win from a five nothing loss and where well, the second goal was all his fault. Yep. <laughs> Tim Krul confirmed confirmed hate son. That's how bad Norwich has been this year. Is that is a that's a big win is oh, yeah. holding holding Sun to not getting 25 goals or 26. They had 26 losses in 38 games. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to their middle what happened to the middle of their field? Didn't they have this like really good player there in the championship last oh, yeah. year? Yeah, his name was like Skip or something. Yeah, like you that. take the best right. player off a championship team, it's probably not great. 
<laughs> All right, boys. We win five nothing. All we needed was a tie. We get in there. We do the non Spursy thing. We don't bottle it. We let Woolwich bottle it. And Woolwich, you know what? They might have beat the crap out of Everton, but Everton was on the beach and it didn't matter because for every goal they scored, we scored. So, you know what that means. So beautiful. And we're in pool two. That's a good thing. I know nothing about this. What do you mean you don't know? All right. So there are four pools, Jomar. Pool Mm -hmm. one is for the teams that win their league. Pool two okay. is the next eight best teams. I mean, I know they changed everything, so it might not be the best eight, but the best teams that don't win their league that prior, that season get into pool two. So we are like the best, one of the best teams that didn't win. And it's based off a coefficient and some crazy mathematical equation. But we've been in pool three for a long time and we finally moved up to pool two. I know you're never going to listen to this tight sweater, Arteta, but we're having Champions League conversations over here, buddy. Get it. Here's Ben's <laughs> negative of the moment. So what happens if we lose in the, in the group stage and we have to go play Arsenal in the Europa League? We're going to smash them up because we beat them 3 nothing with we'll the real batter them. We'll they, batter them. They beat us 3 nothing earlier in the season. When Nuno was our manager. When, yeah. Can you just, yeah. Say, just tell me After. to shut up? Just tell me to shut up. No, I'm just telling you, you dumb. It's a bad take. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. We, I didn't. I always thought we were in pool two in the last, especially the last two times we were in that. No, we were pool three. Well, yeah, the coefficient of the Premier League and the coefficient of Tottenham in general has gone up huge, mm-hmm. and our coefficient will go up even more after one hundred and fifty million dollars from Joe Lewis. I don't no, want to. I don't want to talk on, too much. I don't on. want. Whoa, 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 I don't want to talk about this much. One hundred fifty million pounds. Pounds, whatever. It's I don't want to talk about three million dollars. Right. Okay, people get it. Um, I don't want to talk too much about this because I want to say there's another one I want to get into this season, this year. We're gonna go dive back real quick, but I want to give some credit to Jose because we always shit on Levy and we shit on Levy and we shit on Levy, and maybe the whole time the problem has been that Joe Lewis just didn't want to give the money and Levy couldn't convince him to give the money because Joe Lewis never really cared, and. Now they're, they've been put in a situation where if they don't give him the money and Conte leaves, this fan base loses their fucking shit. And they are Absolutely. in a bad situation. Conte has played that match. For, but we're going to talk about that maybe on a later podcast. Maybe next week we'll get we'll get into the transfer window. Hopefully we'll have some transfers in because we're really pushing. But let's get... Pounds. Let's get into... Oh yeah, congratulations, Derek. He's very close to the 300 million. You have he doesn't want it. But let's get into our player of the year. It's Son. 
And why is it Son? Because he was our player of the year. He has 23 goals. He kept us in this while Kane was still in Man City. It, the, dude is, the dude has been on when he was off. Even when he was off, he was scoring. It didn't matter. He would have bad games and still score. Does anyone have a problem with that? Scoring a goals, scoring, winning the golden boot without fucking shooting a penalty shot. Absolutely. He's, no one should have a, no one should object to that. Any objections? That's what I like to hear. All right. So then we got, so because that's not as fun, let's go into who is your player of the year that isn't Sun? And who is your player of the year that's not Kane? Because we're not, we're not going to jump on Kane. We all know that. As, much, as great as Sun is, Kane is still our best player. But who's your player of the year that's not Sun or Kane? Should I go first? Yes. <sighs> I'm going to get it out the way. I'm going to go first. Oh, my this God. Is sad. Shut his, I wish there was someone in the room that could shut your fucking mic off. This is such a bad take. It's not. <laughs> it's not. And I'm going to show. And anyone who wants to look it up can look it up and compare stats. One of the guys who was rated as our nominee of player of the year is Declan Rice. And if you want to look up numbers besides holding possession, if you want to look up numbers, PEH's numbers are right there with Declan Rice everywhere in every statistical category you want to look up. And if you want to go even further, take PEH out of this team and we are absolutely shit. There's your argument. You're absolutely shit. Take your Declan Rice argument out of there. Just no, but throw it away. If you just look up the numbers. You compare really, like, any it's statistical place that you want to look up. I, I don't The numbers care. are eerily, eerily similar. Your second point is on point. You take Pierre of the team with skip out. You put your son to sleep with your stupid takes. Yeah, I know. And I know. But, but anyway. No one wants to admit it, but this guy was an absolute yeah. rock star for us this year. And I mean, besides son, besides Kane, besides the regulars, if you do not, if you take out PEH, we are shit. I feel like it's been a, it's been a big year. Me, maybe Derek too, thinking that we're shitting on PEH. No, we are just trying to bring him down to a level that I think you've put him way too high. You've put him on this pedestal. And yes, your second point is prime. Once Skip went down, PEH does such a good job at what he does. You're so right. And he was great for that. And if he lost, if he was, if he got injured, we would have been screwed. That's Winks. That's a Winks and Bencore midfield. Yeah, you're so right. Dead on. And if you want to put it like that, because I'm kind of going that same direction and importance of the player. So I'm not going to give you shit, but don't put him with Declan Rice. Please, please don't do that. Like, I beg I just, you. I just put it there. I beg you. Look, I beg you. Possession one, he's there with Rice. I don't right care. No, no, no. Stats Most are passes, he's there with, with Rice. Passes forward, he's there with Rice. He, I mean, you watch with, football, you know, you see what how much better he is. No, I mean, De- Declan Rice is way, way better than him. So but, stop yelling stats at us, Jomar. You're up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my player of the year that's not Kane or Son is Guti Romero. His uh, our, first year, our Rolls Royce, our Rolls Royce, our dog. In the mid, in the back three, he had an exceptional year coming on, uh, joining the train in Tottenham. His first year, he just he's a beast. He's, he's yeah, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. Keep going. He's a beast. He's a beast. Like and it's so 
It's someone that Conte absolutely loves. He needs him in the. He needs him back there. I, I'm sorry, I, I'm gonna shit on everyone now. But <laughs> did we not have? No, we we lost Guti for a long bunch a uh, stretch of time, right? Yeah, and we yeah, lost yeah. him for the end of the season. That's, that's what I was gonna say. People funny. have come in and people have performed or done a job. Yeah. Uh, okay, that, so but overall on the season, Guti Romero was an absolute beast. And he, he was, was starting. No, I love him. For He's most a rock of the star, season, but but he didn't back. play as many games. And we have people who fit in, who who came in and did a job. Jamar, your father's so doing. Your Sanchez father's your father's doing. Player of the year. No, no, your father's doing the Russell Westbrook MVP. Is who is your, the most valuable person to the team? And as great, we all knew that Christian Romero is easily the third best player on this team. But if he goes down, we have a very solid backup for him. If Pierre goes that's down, true, yeah. we have zero backup for him. That's pretty much where we're coming from, and that's where I'm going. Romero is my favorite player on this team. He's quickly going, he's easily going to be coming. That's the next jersey I'm going to get. It. I'm going to get that dude is so good. He's so good. He's so tricky with the way he takes the ball. His aggressiveness is so perfect almost every time. Is he a little short? Sure. Doesn't matter though. He's not, he doesn't have the size of Diaz or Virg, Virgil Van Dyke, but he, he's every good as he's every bit as good as at them at taking the ball away, at putting people in his pocket. He mm-hmm. he's he's awesome. He's awesome. He's great on the ball too. But he missed time. We saw Sanchez come in and play some excellent football behind him. And he even said it in his in his going away Instagram that he said it's been it was a hard season for him because he did have he did have injuries. So we still got to look out for that. But we all know that that dude in general is our third best player. Derek, who is your player of the year that isn't Stunner Kane? Kane wouldn't have been a choice because I'm cheating here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to choose our center backs as a group, all four of them. If you think about it at the end of the season when we really needed to actually do work, they allowed five goals in 11 games. That's fucking insane. After the United game, our last 11 games, we allowed five goals. And those three players, whatever rotation you want to call it, are the most valuable players for the season. I honestly would say up there with Sun. Didn't read my text. This this guy, he doesn't. You didn't read my text. I read your text. There's a shit about your text. So who's gonna be your underrated player? Another. You're gonna. You, you already took four players off the damn thing with taking all of the, <laughs> the center backs. Listen, someone can't be the second best player, and it, it's it's like a tie for second place. Fine. No, it's it's not. One? Yeah, pick one. Pick one, Dad. It's clearly one. Ben Ben fucking Davis. No, he's the underrated player. <laughs> no. He is clearly no. the underrated player, the second best nope. player. It's my turn. Shut up, Derek. It's mm-hmm. Eric Dyer because without Eric Dyer in that middle position, we were a mess. With Ben Davis on the field, with Sanchez on the field, with Romero on the field, those th- those games that that Dyer missed, there was no no one in any control of where any three of them were. It was a complete mess, and we lost those games. Yeah, I, Ben Dyer backed me was, up, and I'm gonna back up Ben. And yeah, he brought us Eric a whole bunch Dyer, of stability, stability to that back. To the he was amazing after Southgate's bullshit today of why he didn't make the England team. Actually, I'm fine with that. I hope all the all our players' teams get like knocked out in the knockout rounds and don't get injured. Because your uh, second MVP is a player who can't even make his national team. Mine, mine made his national team. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Wales Which one? versus England. Ben Wales versus England. So, yeah. So oh, Ben Davis. I picked Dyer because of how important he was to organization of that back line. 
And so I'm coming off of you, Derek, because I, I, I have two of these players and I will give Ben Davis his credit soon. But you, the difference when Dyer was out for those three games was astronomical. Can I change my vote? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, maybe. Jesus. I think the season turned around when Kulisevsky started starting. So I'm going to go with Kulisevsky. Very good. You know what? I said I said earlier before this started that I wasn't going to give it to Ben Nicor or Kulisevsky because they came in halfway through the season. But you know what? I can't argue with that. He's – what? I think that's 13. Monumental change. He had 13 um, – he was involved in 13 goal, goals since he came came over. I saw something like a couple weeks ago where they were they were comparing the young players – of the season, like the Fodens of the world and the Sakas. And Kulisevsky with half the amount of game time was up there with all of the production numbers that all of them were. Yep. And I, I can't even I know. I can't even, so I can't even make the same argument I made against Jamar against Derek about the time because he was so instrumental. It, that guy changed our season for sure. And yeah, I'm down with you, Derek. That's great. No disrespect to Lucas, but I just think that Kulisevsky, without question, fits. He's the perfect player to play on the front three with Kane and Son, and he shows it every fucking week, man. Well, if Mourinho would have played Bale a little bit more, we would have had a little bit more of that. Just a little we more need, technical ability last year. With more pace but as well. We need a Mourinho jar, I no. swear. We need like a <laughs> And I didn't bring him up. And I was going to when you guys started mentioning but, this Europa Conference League, and I, I held myself. Because I am all about Conte now. Fuck Jose. Not to jump back to our sh- the shitty year last year, but that Leicester game was that got us into the Conference League was Bale. Was just Bale's technical ability beating on Leicester, and I don't know why Mourinho loved Mora so much to replay him in and out every game, but I don't care. Moving on, Everyone we're still on it. Mora. I can't. Kulo Robbie Earl said it uh, after the game. He rarely makes a mistake on the ball. Mm-hmm. He rarely makes the wrong decision with the ball when he has it at his feet. We know he's not the fastest player. He has plenty of pace. It's fine. His pace is average to, to good. But he makes up for it so easily by never making the incorrect moves, and he's so technically gifted on the ball. How many times does he beat a man down the line by escaping like he's Houdini? It's ridiculous. So as much as he didn't play for half the season, he came in and just made this team so much. I mean, the goals we would score with those three up top is ridiculous. So we got Pierre, which I'm going to give you. I'm, I'm fine with. I'm fine with you, Pierre. We've got. Thank you, Ben. Jo- we've got Jamar saying. Wait, Jamar, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> Romero. Romero. <laughs> oh, yeah. Romero, my bad. Derek um, with Kulo, and I'm going to pick Dyer. I mean, one of these things is not like the other, but Nick, I still Nick, love you, Jose. Nick picked Mush. So. All right. So. Let's move on to the next one. So now I, now I want to go with the player that should stay on the team, but maybe should be the backup, but played excellent going down the stretch. And I'm just kind of like, I feel like I'm pushing it to, I'm going to go first and I'm pushing it towards Ben Davies. Yeah. Excellent. Just so superb when we needed him to play that position. And he it's, it's the perfect position for him. He lacks general ability overall, but he was the best he was going to be. <laughs> he was the best he was going to be, and he did he an excellent general job. ability. Jesus, this is not a, an award. What do you mean? He's not. Gonna, he's not a top 
left-sided center back. Like he's not winning us championships, but he played excellent. Like he played yeah, really like good. Stabbing him with a pen eighty times. He's not going to die, but he's just going to bleed out very slowly. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So this, this is the same category that's underrated. Yeah, I'm saying like this guy is play. This guy put in a did a job, but probably should be a backup next season. I mean, really, you should name this award the Pierre Hoiberg Award because that's exactly what this award. <laughs> he played. He played really well all season, but he shouldn't be starting for for a team that's fighting for the title. Well, I picked Ben Davis. Who do you got, Derek? Pierre Hoiberg. I just named the award after him. <laughs> of course, he's a really good player, but he's not someone that should be starting every match for a team that is competing for the title. All right, Jamar. I have someone who we unfortunately lost. Um, Passed. Um, <laughs> not like that. Um, we lost during during a good stretch of games, and that was uh, Doherty. I feel like. Oh, you're gonna give Doherty that after like three games? Come on, man. Come on. Actually, I mean, like, Wait, I, 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 I want for what he I said, I want him on my team. So. Okay, I thought you were trying to sell Matt Doherty. No, no, I'm not. I'm just you know what? I take it back. I was wrong, Jamar. I think you're you're you you make a good point. He had a good stretch of games with Conte, and he got um, obliterated by Matt, Matt Matty Cash. Um, that fucking game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he during those games he was very influential. Both our wing backs were very influential, and those. Russia games and yes um off the bench he would be great and maybe in some uh in some champions league game where we might face like some russian team somewhere don't say that because we faced shitty teams somewhere a lot no. and we and also lost. might not be going into russia we lost to a team that didn't have a logo until we they beat us in murrah so <laughs> We're still Spurs in our own way, but I will give you that. Darty really came in. He showed us that by far of all the wingbacks that we have, he understood Conte's system the best, he, and he did excellent work. And he's a and he's a good defender. He's tall. I like that. Wait, um, just to clarify, gonna... we lost we lost to Murrow when Conte was manager, right? Yeah, but you know, yes, that Conte doesn't right Conte put it. It's it was one of those games where we start all our sh- we started Los Celso. That's sh- piece of shit. We couldn't do shit. We we were still smuggling ketchup packets into our dressing room at that time. <laughs> no, we were still we were still is, no, is we were still starting our underrated, Is there going to be an underrated section? That is the yeah, underrated dude. section. Read That's what text. we're talking about, my G. Read the text, Jamar. God, you guys. Hey, Jamar, you failed. But I'm gonna go into mines, and unlike Derek, who swears by the extra inch guys. Who yeah, they've yeah. come around onto PEH. Hold on, Jose. Who is your Pierre Emile Hoiberg Award winner? <laughs> the guys on the extra inch <laughs> believe that PEH was super great this year. He was coming hey, around. Go, go, stop, 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 stop. So stop this bullshit. <laughs> this is not the PEH award, but it is the Ben Davies Award. A guy who I have shitted on, a guy that I'm agree with Ben, that we all have shitted on before. And yeah, probably there's a, a ton of players that can come in and do a better role than him than him. Um, but Wink. he was great, not Winks. He was great. He was great, and he Conte <laughs> got the most out of him, and he was super big for us. He made a lot of key blocks in crazy situations, and he's the the trooper. He's the 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 definition of trooper. Anything you tell this guy to do, he's going to do. Sit on the bench, start whatever. 
this guy, he's Tottenham through and through, and he's definitely the, the underrated player of this season. I thought he was great. Phenomenal, phenomenal season for him. I know I'm tracking back a little, but I want to say something about Jamar's pick of uh, Cuddy Romero. He loves Spurs. He like like he really came in here and like loved it. And I was like a little nervous when Lo Celso left, but no, nah, he loves being here. And I'm that's that's the best thing I can imagine for any player coming here is uh, you love being here. And the next award I we're going to go out is moment of the year. Game, moment, whatever you think is the turning point, the biggest thing that happened, and I'm going to give it to a player all right, actually, I'm going to let Derek go first because he, he just got very excited when I brought that up. Very All right, excited. so I got three nominees. Jesus. Jesus, dude. Like, you have okay. four center backs and Hold three on. nominees? I've asked right. him to say questions. everything that we're about yeah. to say. I, I, I picked, I'll pick 11 players. The first one is a bit. A bit? Moment of the year for me is LaCelso making the Champions League finals or semifinals. <laughs> You're the worst. But, okay, in reality – the best moment of the season was the back-to-back tackles that Romero made that led to the goal against Leicester. That was his entire ethos mixed into like 15 seconds of play. And the fact that it ended up as a goal made it that much better. Like, I'm sorry, if you are a Spurs fan and you don't think he's the best center back on the planet or at the very least in the running, I think we're just watching a different game and we're seeing a different player. It's just that I, I watched the replay back after that game. Like, is, that the, is that the second goal? The, se- the first Bergwijn goal? Because, I mean, okay. that's my that's my moment of the year. Us winning that game in the 95th minute. I think it was the first goal, yes. I, 90, where he, wiped someone, he wiped one player out. Yeah. And then the guy behind that player that got wiped out got wiped out again, and then we scored. So – me being a terrible host, I'm just going to jump in here before. Hold on. Ter- I got my third honorable mention. Oh, shut up. Hold on. Honorable mentions. Love you. Don't Conte going straight back okay. to Italy as soon as the season ended and looking like a fucking snack. Did you see our manager with his shirt off at the beach? That dude's that in picture. his 50s? He looked amazing. I wish I looked like that at any point in my life. Holy oh. shit. No, he, lives by, he lives by what he preaches, I hope. My man's no ketchup. not eating no ketchup. He's not eating mayo. He's not eating, he hasn't eaten a single condiment in his whole life. <laughs> insane. And he's got tan in like 20 minutes. There's no sun in England. Tanning parlors. Oh, you think Conte is like a low-key tanning parlor guy? I think, I mean, he's bald, who has fake hair, and I 100% believe he's a low-key. Yeah, he's very vain, I believe. I think a lot of European coaches are very vain. You think so, they- for the for the listeners, Ben thinks that our manager is entirely fake. I don't, and that's not what I said. I just think he wants to look good, and he doesn't like his bald hair, and he's he makes sure he eats well, and he's a little vain, and he likes to make sure he's tan, and not these English English people. We should have left Derek for last. His moments were fucking amazing. Uh, Derek, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jose, was your moment? Yo, my moment is right now. Derek is frozen, but my moment is. <laughs> Wink's wonder goal against Morecambe just to piss you off. That that was my my moment of the year. You, just, you to piss, him out. just to piss me off, you're making a moment of the year. That's no, nah, I'm joking, man. My moment of the year was at, um something that I'm pretty sure a lot of Spurs fans are gonna agree 
about is losing to Man United. That is our moment of the year. The Sakiko game. That's what got us Conte and got us in the position that we're in right now. I'm sure a ton of Spurs fans are going to agree with that. I'm sure maybe I'm stealing one of you guys' thing, but that's my moment of the year. That I mean, it, like Conte said, this team needs to suffer, and we suffered in that moment, and we had to make a coaching decision and change coaches and managers, and we did, and we made the right choice, and we got this beautiful Italian manager who might tan, has fake hair, but looks great, and is an top and the top echelon of managers in this in all of soccer. So, yeah, that was my moment of moment of the year. And as I said before, thank you, Manchester United, for beating us three nothing. All right, Jamar. Yeah, I just said that. That all was right. my moment of the year, Manu. And and Harry Winks wonder goal to piss off Ben, Derek. Now that you're coming back, respect that. He missed it. <laughs> Jamar, please give me your moment all of the right. year. So my moment of the year, I have. Two games that I want to touch up on. Where so you started, Derek. Uh, it's supposed to be one, <laughs> and now everyone's like, "Here's five moments I have." <laughs> this All is right. what I do. I'm the chaos agent of this podcast. It's just they're comparable in in a sense, so that's why I'm picking them. So the first game was our brilliant game against Manchester City, where we oh. won. Not the first one, not the Nuno one, the the one at the Eddie had. That was an insane game. We showed some amazing class. Um, we showed that we can we can challenge with the with these players that we have now and the coach that we have now. We can challenge. It's like eight out of twelve out of Liverpool and Man City. The only problem I have with that Man City game is as great as it was, it was so great. We lose to Burnley next week. And if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, it should have been flip-flop. We should have lost to Man City and beat Burnley, and so we gained the same amount of points. It really takes – as great as that game was, it really takes the sting of the out of it in that moment that we lost to Burnley the next week. Yeah, but let's not think about – let's not think about the – Got it. I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear, I, no, I totally get it because that game was our by far probably our best game of the season. It's mm-hmm. just from a point stance – we're getting three. We should have gotten three points out of that anyway, and we got three points the wrong way. If you're going to go that way, that's the only. That's why I didn't. Pick yeah. it. that's literally why I didn't pick it. It's because of that Burnley and, game. Yeah, we were still shaking out the kinks, but I agree with yeah. Jamar. It shows the rest of the Premier League that we're here to fucking. Play no, but we. And- but we're also their bugaboo. We beat Man. We beat Man City like the past five times. Like this is that we're we're their bugaboo. So we are. We are. We yeah, we are. And then, the, yeah, no, no, like that game was amazing to watch. And I'm not trying to take it away from you. I'm just saying just to lose to Burnley next that next week is just so bad. It's just it, – it's it, in back-to-back weeks, we almost did the same thing. But, and yeah, some that game. That Burnley game. And some might say that Burnley game is the moment of the year because that's when Conte said, fuck you guys. I'm going to be the fuck out of here if you guys don't get to yeah. your stuff together. It's very so, true. That, but Burnley is our bugaboo. Burnley has been our bugaboo. That's why I'm so happy they went And now down. they're gone. <laughs> right. Get them the fuck out of here. Right. That's why we're winning next year. So my my moment of the year is, uh, Ber- is Bergwijn scoring yeah, those he, two goals. Jamar had a second one. No, I don't yeah. care about second ones. Like, God, what are we doing? <laughs> F you, Jamar. I'll come back to you, Jamar. But my That's moment fine. of the year is 
one moment and it's Bergwijn scoring those two goals. And when you want to talk about a player who, when you look at his face, you don't know if he wants to be there. It's Bergwijn, but he still showed up in that moment. And Oh my God, like the, the run of play was Romero makes those two tackles. We get the ball of field. Uh, I forgot to made the cross in hits Doherty in the chest. Doherty does like a roll that falls right to uh, Bergwijn's feet, kicks it. We run into the net. Kane shoves Schmeichel over. We grab the ball out of the net, <laughs> run into the front line. They kick it off. They make two passes, two. And then Tielemans, who everyone loves, who I don't love anymore as much as I, I thought I did, gives it right to Kane. No, no, gives it right to Winks. Winks passes it to Kane immediately. And Kane puts Bergwijn through in all of like 10 seconds. They gave up two goals. And Bergwijn scores that a really good goal by getting, I mean, that angle was tough. And he puts it in. And that was nuts. When you look at the time on the clock, that is almost almost better minutes. than Lucas Moura. Like, it's there, crazy. There was a moment in that game, though, if you want to talk about moments, and we are. Someone did a hard tackle on Stevie that got him, like, super fucking hyped up that game. Uh, Kayanshu, uh, what's his name? That's Soyoko. Sanchu, whatever. Yeah. So it might be that moment because I don't think Stevie does what he does if he's not that irked from that actual tackle, wherever the hell just happened. What happened. Yeah. yeah, but how are you, you going to get slide tackled by a jacked yoga instructor? <laughs> <laughs> and not be mad about it. Are you kidding me? I mean, you can, call, you, can, you can call Gareth Bale a jacked yoga instructor. No, but so yeah, he's, he's, got like, he's got like the taped up wrist with the man bun. He looks like he's such a tryhard. I, I can't stand up that All right. Let's go through it real quick. Once, Bergwijn's two goals. Derek. Getting tackled by a yoga instructor. Derek, what was – Derek, I'm going to go to you, and you're going to tell me your moment again. Derek had like Derek. three moments. Oh, it, oh it, didn't, it didn't actually go through? No, it did. Just tell me. Just quickly tell me. I'm just going back. I'm recapping. He forgot. He forgot one of his five moments. Jose, what yeah, was your I moment? Guess... <laughs> Shut up, Derek. Shut the fuck up. God damn it. Romero, Romero it was a simple one. Tackle against Lester. There you go. Jose, what was yours? Sorry. Very good, Derek. My moment was the loss to Menu, the Sakiko game. And Jomar? Mine was the City game. Okay. Thank you. One. One apiece, guys. One apiece. <laughs> and and then let's end it on I'm our no, I'm just on our player that we no longer GTFO. care for. I said GTFO. Get the fuck out! Like you, I don't. You never need to show up in a Spurs jersey again. And if you've been listening to this podcast for forty six episodes, I think you know that I picked Winks forty six episodes ago. So <laughs> <laughs> it's still Winks. He's still terrible. <laughs> And the only reason he got playing time is because we didn't have any midfielders and Skip got injured. But not after not not even after a goal against Morecambe. Morecambe, that's where he scores. That's that's the league he deserves <laughs> to play in. Does anyone have anyone other than Winks that you're like you can go? Who's going first? I... Come on, Jamar, hit me. Just go. Don't raise your hand. I'm gonna probably say someone. That might be mentioned again. Tangi Indombele. Technically on the team. He's already gone. Technically on the team, but we kind of know he's already gone. He is technically on the team. He should be out of here. Um, The man, unfortunately, does not take care of himself and (laughs) does not 
fit Conte's uh, style of play. In Doesn't the sense fit of, Conte's restriction on mayo and ketchup? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough because when Mourinho had him, when Mourinho, uh, yeah, we're bringing up Mourinho again. Whoops. When Mourinho had this guy, somehow this guy was playing pretty okay. Uh, but he's just not playing for the club and he's not playing for Conte, so he can just leave. And I wouldn't be bothered by it. He's not going anywhere. He's playing for the U23. Stop. I knew Derek was going to rebut that. He, I mean, he, didn't, it, he, he, didn't re- he literally shouted him more than rebutting him. He said he's going to play for the U23s because no one's right. going to buy him. Yeah. So he, Jose, he, got pulled, your... he got pulled in what was it, Europa League games <laughs> at halftime? He's not going anywhere. Yeah. No chance. Yeah, I'm going to let Derek go. Oh, Derek. it's my chance. Oh, it's my choice now. Yes. <laughs> Who do you want the fuck out of here, Derek? Just say it, guys. Like, I mean, why do you disagree with me? Why, no, why is this sort of thing? It's Wings. It's Wings. What are the other players? Tango doesn't play in the team because he wanted to send him away. He's gone. He's pretty much gone. No, it's, it's, but it's such an obvious answer that it, it kind of that's seems why like low hanging fruit. But I, that's on, why I made it a question so we could shit on oh. Winks. Who runs oh. this? Who who runs oh. the podcast most of the time? Me, and I hate girls. him. And who, and who always opposes the girls? <laughs> <laughs> and who always opposes you, Ben? Me. So I'm gonna oppose you. I'm gonna go with oh. Reggie. Get the fuck oh, out of here, Reggie. He was my honorable mention. He is a guy that, I mean, I, I wanted him to succeed, to be honest with you. And there's two Derricks here. Wow, that's kind of freaky. But I, I <laughs> wanted him to succeed. But he just doesn't. And and I don't think he will. I don't think he fits this this club. In our predictions uh, predictions episode that we had, I said that Sessegnon was probably going to be better. And Sessegnon, if healthy can be way better. You saw it in little glimpses that he can be way better than Reggie. He does a lot mu- he does a lot more than what Reggie can do. And I mean, if we can make like Derek said we have a they, Real Madrid has a buyback clause. If we can make any money off of this, I think it's the way that we should go. I think I, it's the way that we should go. Get rid of get the fuck out of here, Reggie. I don't understand it either. I was I thought this would be perfect for him. I thought him bombing down the left side would be just Perfect. Right side, left side, what am I doing? Left side. Left side. Yeah, no. Um, I thought it would be he would be great at that. Cause I remember watching him, his highlights when he was coming over and his Sevilla highlights in the champion in that Europa League final. And him bombing into the box is what was I thought his specialty. Nope. Cause he and he can't he doesn't play good defense. He's not big enough or physical enough to play great defense and I, I trust Sess on defense way more yeah I'm I, I I found nothing I got nothing from Reggie this year I love him and I think he loves Tottenham but yeah it, it I sucks. don't know what he does I, I love him too I, I, I love his girlfriend I would like him on- his girlfriend is hot but hey <laughs> they're all their girlfriends are hot yeah pretty much <laughs> he, he's like left back Galini he's really good for the team and good teammate in the vibes but I don't know he's just not getting it done yeah, it's not at all Jamar did I? I thought I answered already. Uh, I'm, I'm a little. Drunk. Yeah, Tangy. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's repeat yeah, that bad take. It's... You know what? The answer is Winks. It is 100 percent yeah. Winks. Don't be different. <laughs> Don't be nice. It's Winks. Winks should be and, and Reggie because all of you agreed with me. 
For the right price, yes. For winks, you throw like a washing machine. We're in. That's you said twenty-five million earlier, and now a washing machine. What twenty-five oh, million dollar washing machine washing are you buying? Is bad business, but personally, would you be upset if Spurs got a washing machine for Harry Winks? I wouldn't be that upset. Are you asking me <laughs> what I would want for Winks? Here's three million dollars. Take this fucking piece of shit off of our team. Right, I'm, I'm offering a, a washing machine. That's like. Do you think? Uh, I wish Nick was here this to answer. Way too high, dude. <laughs> I, I, I wish Nick was here to answer this question. Do you think that nursing home would pay us like a million dollars for him to come every week? One hundred percent. Wait, a, thousand, a million dollars every week? Or a if, if if there's one thing Winks is good at, he's got like that, like that. I'm a cute little boy, and I'll, I'll, I'll you know, all the grandmas will love me. That was his you're highlight. Testing like, shave. You're testing like the butt pinching pedophile borderline abilities of old women. That's why you want Harry Winks to go to the nursing homes. Yeah, I think we should keep and it safe and sell it for the fucking washing machine. If they'll if they'll pay a, if they'll pay a million for him to go to that nursing home and you know work there, I'll take it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe for the washing machine, and he can wash the 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 clothes in the nursing home at the washing machine, and you'll wow. get a million dollars for that. Yeah. Hi, boys. This is another beautiful episode. Maybe the best. At the way it's over, the season's over. 38 games. We're in the Champions League. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's I go. we need it one more time, right? Let's go. I'm mad excited. Jose, say the words. Come on, sing the words that nobody knows. Did you say the champions over and over again, Jamar? It's the same song. Uh, uh, whatever Ben just welched. <laughs> Ben's Yodel. Go ahead, Yodel again, Ben. Ben Yoder? Yodel. Follow the socials. Spurs in. Yeah, follow our socials on Twitter and Instagram. Spurs in. Spurs Chance. out. Hey. Let's go, Rangers. Why do they play on a Thursday night? Because they're fucking shy. Yo. <laughs> Where they belong. <laughs>